Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Tukey's Take podcast for December 16th, 2021. God, what happened to July? That should be the name of this episode and every episode. I am joined here alongside Mr. Sin for the win and Mr. Endo Mills. Gentlemen, we're back again to kind of sort of talk hockey today. It's, it's a weird time that we all live in right now. I think that sums up the last uh, year and a half, almost two years, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So it, it'll be an interesting show to talk about, but I'm happy you're both here. Endo's wearing a funny hat, for those of you watching on the YouTube side of things. Uh, yeah, so a little, uh, basically talk about what happened today. Uh, I got a package in the mail from uh, one Howler Coyote uh, mascot for the uh, Arizona Coyotes with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, post letter saying thank you for everything you know thanks for the friendship and ggs uh got this hat got a the tux shirt uh kachina you want to go put on mine i have that too as uh, I, I, <laughs> I was gonna say might as well um got this fancy gotta little, get sin one at this point i got the fancy little hat uh, a bunch of other stuff i got this absolutely terrifying i don't even know who the hell this is but this is terrifying <laughs> 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 You know, you know what the best part is about it? It's got a hood, right? So when I was streaming earlier today, uh twitch.tv slash endo mills, I decided to peel it back. Like, oh, it's, it's like a hood, you must take it off, right? So I peel it back and it's just <laughs> So he looks like me eventually. <laughs> yeah. A Ugh. good plug for the charity stream. That too. And I also want to oh thank uh the hockey news uh for having me come out today for that IAHF uh, ch- uh tournament. With Rahil, Hannock, and some other guys from THN. Uh, it's Hockey News on Twitter. Uh, thank you. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, right now they have a um, little plug, I guess, for them too. They have a World Juniors uh, Championship uh, breakdown that's available on their website. Uh, grab a subscription, you know. There you go. Enjoy their content. It's great stuff, great reads. I think organized by one friend of the channel, Mr. Stephen Ellis. Yeah. It's at Stephen Ellis THN, by the way. We'll have to have him on the show at some point Definitely. here too. Uh, hopefully heading into the new year. So, as we get down to business on today's show, uh, we're going to do things a little bit out of order today. Uh, we're going to hit the day-by-day first because there's very little to talk about, as we'll discuss. And then we'll end today's show with uh, some viewer questions to try and end things on a, a bit of a lighter note. Uh, that said, of course, as we always kick things off here, I want to mention that the show is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, of course, the one-stop shop you need for all of your grooming needs. Remember that holiday sale I mentioned last time? They extended it. You can get 10% off their entire website, plus free shipping right now on their limited-time-only holiday sale. Of course, anything that you need, whether it be the lovely Lawnmower 4.0, you got the Weed Whacker for those pesky nose and ears hairs. Ears hairs? Ear hairs. Which way do you want to go about it? I mean, there's multiple ears, so it's any way you want to view it. Again, everything that you need there, and of course, as always, code Tugi at checkout, 20% off your order, free worldwide shipping. Don't believe the codes are stackable right now, but hey, in case you miss out on the holiday sale, you don't have to miss out with our friends at Manscaped. Again, the right tools for the job. Manscaped thanks you, and so do we. Now... <sighs> we'll end the show mentioning the charity stream I have coming up this weekend. Let's get all the bad news out of the way early. You know, it's one of those things that I think has been 
discussed and debated uh, numerous times throughout the history of, I think, every hockey podcast. How much negative do you talk about? Not too many people want to listen to a podcast where it's just negative, 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 unless it's the Joe Rogan podcast, the number one podcast on earth. So who knows? Maybe we don't know what we're talking about. But the bottom line is, in the hockey world today, the main talk, the main topic of conversation is surrounding COVID and the resurgence of it, not just in the uh, the world of the NHL. I mean, we're seeing it right now in the NFL, especially. The NBA has been affected. I mean, this is this is still happening everywhere. You're seeing higher COVID numbers all across the world, especially North America with the lovely Omicron variant. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. There's not too much we can say in relation to this that hasn't been said a million times throughout the course of this pandemic. But Monday... One game was scheduled, and it was postponed between the Calgary Flames and the Chicago Blackhawks. And then on Tuesday, we saw two other games postponed, Calgary and Nashville, and also Carolina and Minnesota. I think the main takeaway that we can have from the news of the week, and as we continue to see this play out, and as we continue to get questions about, hey, the Olympics, guys, the Olympics aren't happening. There is no way in hell I can see the NHL possibly going to the Olympics at this stage. We are in the middle of December, and already you're seeing a lot more games postponed, a lot more positive tests. I And you're seeing a lot more people continue to speak out, including the likes of Connor McDavid, speaking out about how it might not be worth the risk to go to the Olympics for the fact that if you test positive, that's a three-week quarantine in China. It's It's not going to happen. The question now isn't, oh, whether or not this is going to happen. The question now is what happens with the NHL season. The Calgary Flames, they're cap-friendly. As of six hours ago, their depth chart lists three healthy forwards, one healthy defenseman, and one goalie. The question is not whether or not the Olympics are happening. The question is what's going to happen with this season. Are we going to see a break in play through, say, after Christmas or even through the new year? You have examples of, I believe the Ontario government mentioned, uh, or maybe it was outright the Canadian government mentioning restrictions now in attendance. The Montreal Canadiens have a game tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers. They have announced that no fans will be in attendance for that game. That is a tweet at 5 p.m. from Elliot Friedman. That game must be scheduled for 7 or 7.30 and as we tweet here, five, God, uh, Aaron Eckblad and Frank Vetrano have entered code, uh, COVID protocols for the Florida Panthers. Like, literally, in the time that it takes us to finalize our prep sheet, get the podcast going, and to this point in the show, more news breaks about people being put on COVID protocol. The Olympics are done. They are not happening. I would be shocked. At least the NHL involvement. They might push through to try and let the Olympic Games happen. More power to you at that point. But, guys, I mean, I'll I'll just throw it to Sin first. General thoughts on what's going on. General thoughts on what might happen with the NHL. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised to, again, see, you know, them just be like, hey, we're taking the week off to try and push the pause button on things and maybe get back to a more manageable level. But, Sin, your, your thoughts on all of this? Um... I mean, this is just what happens with 
viruses and infectious diseases. They, they'll keep coming back. Mm -hmm. They keep going. They keep yep. making the rounds until enough people have gotten it, uh, been vaccinated against it, etc. So forth. The only maybe sort of bright spot in this news is that so far, very preliminary data. They don't have a confirmed death or maybe one from the Omicron in certain areas, at least in the states. But it hasn't been like we've only been around with it maybe a month or two. So, again, still very preliminary. Do not celebrate yet. Do not think this is, oh, it's it's less dangerous, even if it might be slightly easier to transmit. We don't know yet. We simply don't. It might be a positive like that. And that could be the route that this virus takes, sort of like different you know flu viruses where each kind of cycle and each sort of mutation, while sometimes easier to transmit, less lethal at times and stuff like that. But again, we just simply don't know what what the, the basic thing is, is that we have to continue to be careful about it. Like we it, when you don't know something like I know this sucks, like I'm I'm this. It's the last thing we want to hear. There, exactly. <laughs> there isn't a person on Earth that's yeah. like, yeah, no fans in the yeah, building again. Like, like nobody wants this, but. Kind of like what you mentioned, right? Like, hey, with this variant, we don't know the full effect. A lot of people are, you know, the, the word is like, oh, it's more infectious, but not as deadly, which is great. And you could say, again, a large part of the reason for that is, hey, people have gotten vaccinated. Yes. And what's the main reason for people getting vaccinated? Not just to eradicate things. It's to keep hospital, you know, hospital beds open mm -hmm. and available if need be. So at the end of the day, how I view this is kind of similar to you. Like, yes, this sucks. It was almost inevitable. Any other thoughts just in relation to how the NHL might handle this yeah. and how you think the Olympics are yeah, going to go? See, I kind of went on a tangent. I, I, I'm i with you now. The Olympics can't happen. And I'm here hearing it from players. And when it was put to, when Gary Bettman said, oh, it's, we'll see what the players decide, I'm very happy to hear what some of the players are like. They're thinking about their families. Uh, Hurdle was like, yeah, I'm not going to sit there for like a three or five week quarantine. One or two weeks makes sense, but no way three or five week. Carlson's like not going to risk it for that. That's just on the Sharks. And we, we hear a lot more. So. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned about how this is going to go. I think we might see a big delay. Maybe we see another bubble situation in the playoffs. But I think the league is just going to keep the season going. I don't think we're going to see a full shutdown, which I guess time will tell if this is going to be the right decision. I look forward to seeing the Stockton Heat uh, play whoever Calgary is scheduled to play next yeah. because that's what it looks like is Matthew Kachuk, Blake Coleman, Mikhail Backlund, and the uh, and the Stockton Heat and they are bringing an back NHL taxi game. squads. I hear they're they're considering bringing back taxi squads. I saw a, a tweet about that a little bit ago. They're gonna have to yeah, at yeah, this point. Like this again, point. Calgary literally has five players listed on their roster on cap friendly as yeah. of time of recording. It's insane. Endo, uh, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, just general thoughts about everything that's going on surrounding this right now, the Olympics, and what the NHL might do. Uh, I I have no clue what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to shut everything down. I think they're going to keep going through like you, guys, like you guys have been saying. I just don't I don't I don't see them just closing anything. I just see them trying to power through. Uh, I'd see them definitely putting up the uh, this is like a more like a serious talk and actually take the hat off or leave the back off for comedic <laughs> relief. Uh, you got to take the hat off. Uh, but it's 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 hard to see where they're going to come from. Um, they were doing, they had possibly one of the best ways of handling it, uh, when they had the bubble and everything, but then the fan interaction and revenue from there is gone. It, it really makes you think, um, but what they really want to do and what the real intentions are. Uh, I hope, 
I hope this isn't as as bad as what our first situation was with everything. Because on a personal note, it's hard for 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 a guy like myself to find work right now. Because everything's sh- everything's shutting down again. Everything's closing up, and if it's affecting me, God knows how it's affecting guys who are not even in the NHL, but because they're playing like minor leagues. Because the OHLs had some shutdowns. Uh, our friend of the show, uh, Tom, who does the commentary over with um with the uh, what was it Sudbury that Sudbury Wolves, his games are getting shut down as well. So it's mm-hmm. not just the NHL guys are having to deal with this. It's guys in the minors, guys in major junior. Um, I have a buddy over in the in the U.S. right now uh, playing, and I'm not sure if they're going to get shut down in certain areas. It's very scary overall, not just for NHL and for the Olympics, but just for hockey and general well-being. And I'm more concerned about that as opposed to hockey. Hockey's yeah. always going to be there, but I want to be around to, to watch and play hockey. You know what I mean? Yeah, and here's the yeah. Thing. I mean, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Here's the thing. Um, if it does end up being not as lethal, I'll say that. I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. not as bad. It's always bad. A disease running rampant can always be bad. Um, it's just I, I'm just it's just gonna suck hearing the people feeling vindicated that oh look, it's not as bad as we saw, even though it's a completely different variant. How many people are vaccinated at this point? And I'm just like, I. It, the faith that we've had in humanity of the past couple of years, especially, has been so shaken that it's so it's you just expect to hear all these horrible galaxy brain takes about how COVID wasn't so bad because, hey, look, this variant isn't killing a lot of people. And it's just, yeah, it's yeah, it's I don't know. I, I don't disagree that my fatigue in general comes more from that online discourse. Yeah. Like that's uh, that's what I'm sick of the most, which mm-hmm. it puts me in a very um, privileged position to where COVID, for the most part, has just negatively affected. Oh, whether or not I get to see certain family at Christmas, or if we're going to hold off because yeah. eh, or oh, I get to sit here and coincidentally look at more people whine on Twitter about or try to brag about how smart they are, or media sensationalizing things like just yeah. that's what I'm sick of the most. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Sports leagues, especially someone like the NFL, they're just going to push through. They're going to do what they have to do. And, you know, in some ways, I'm not totally against that, right? The idea of just try to move on business as usual as best you can and take as many precautions as you can along the way. And that's likely what we're to see. The NFL and the NHL, NBA as well, probably. uh, And we're seeing it in, like, the Premier League over in England as well. Um, likely up the amount of precautions taken, but don't fully stop. Yeah, I think is is what we're gonna see. And you can so. from an economic standpoint, a lot of I mean, we don't know what it's like, but they're probably not gonna be able to really afford to stop it. I, I mean, at least they feel that way. And I mean, oh, if everything and I I don't think this will happen at all. If everything were to shut down again. Yeah, there would be certain sports teams that that would go belly up. Oh, yeah. They just would. They wouldn't be able to survive a second one, especially if they barely survived the first. So, I mean, there are still still teams. (laughs) Arizona. There there are teams that did go under. There are teams that are still recovering. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Like the Brampton Beast had the fold. Like the ECHL team, which Mm -hmm. was the feeder for the Sens, they had the fold. Completely yeah, because of everything that happened, and they had beautiful, they had a they had beautiful facility, beautiful jerseys, everything. Uh, probably my favorite ones in the in the ECHL when they were still there, but they had the closed ship. Like it's it's scary. So that is our 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 way to address 
everything that had kind of gone down. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where you want to try and keep a podcast as as positive as possible, but there are some times where you you just have to talk about the negative. You have to. If there are consequences to that, then so be it. I think you can tell in the way that all of us are talking about it. It's not exactly the conversation we wanted to have today. It's not the conversation that anybody wanted to have. But how are we to talk about the NHL and not talk about how the Calgary Flames have four healthy players right now? You, you have to talk about it. You have to discuss it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. That said, we're not going to drag this out. It's not going to be an hour and a half of COVID, COVID, COVID. We are going to be able to talk about some other things here in today's show, and I want to do that. Now, we talked about how we moved on to Tuesday, and we do have some games that were played on Tuesday night that I wanted to get into, and of course, there are some other talking points there um, that can branch out into this. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Boston Bruins 4-1 to on Tuesday in one of the most one-sided ass-kickings I've seen this season. The Bruins were never in this game at any point, Max Patch already scored two goals. He's up to 12. Marcheseau scored his 12th. The only bright spot is Patrice Bergeron scored his 10th and then got put in the COVID protocol. So there you go. There's your, there's your positive right now for the Boston Bruins, another team that is, uh, again, very much facing uncertainties, especially if they have to play. I don't uh, particularly like the Bruins' depth. Uh, it, it might even be worse than the Sharks' depth that we had to be uh, see tested earlier on this season. Yeah, and now LeBanks injured for multiple months with a separated shoulder and surgery. And, Is he? Yeah, he's 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 out for months. I have never wished injury on anybody, and I'm not <laughs> celebrating it. But that should rule out LeBanc for DeBrusque. Yes. Well, it hey, should. Evander Kane just got four points in the AHL. Had a four point game. Future Bruin. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Ugh. I'm not giving up on it. It's going to happen. Um, God, we had a, a game between the Lightning and Kings. Lightning won 3-2 in overtime. Nothing overly notable. But then I said the Bruins got shit kicked. Um, the Ottawa Senators beat the Florida Panthers 8-2 on Thursday. Uh, Josh Norris, two goals, no, up to didn't. 14 on the year. Brady Kachuk scored his 12th. I think we said this a few times this season. There is not a team... That is a guaranteed win. Mm -mm. The Sens are 9-16-1, but with the talent that they have, with the talent that Seattle has, even the talent of Montreal has, like, there's no easy out. There's no Detroit Lions. There's no Jacksonville of the NHL this year. There just isn't. So, I mean, hey, 8-2. to two, I don't know what happened. I don't know how much Florida's lineup was uh, potentially affected by people being out of it, but that was a shocking result. The Philadelphia Flyers continue to, uh, you know, put together some wins after losing. They're firing their head coach in Lane Vigneault. They beat the Devils 6-1. Cam Atkinson with a hat trick up to 12 goals on the year, which brings us to our favorite segment. But how many assists does Jake Voracek have? And <laughs> do we have any guesses, boys? We have Atkinson on 12 goals, but how many assists does Jake Voracek have? 23. 20. Are we playing Price is Right rules? Oh, that's bullshit. I didn't know that going into it. <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Endo wins. Yeah. Jake Voracek's current stat line is one goal, 21 assists I was, for ugh. 22 points. See, if we were playing Price is Right, I would have went 21 after he said... That's the, I don't, hey, you said it first. 
<laughs> yeah, true, but I didn't know you could price his right, my ass. Oh, well, hey, you got to keep people on the toes, <laughs> I, I, right? I knew it was good, so. but I think it was that good, you know? Oh, my God. I demand a recount. Uh, God. Um, <laughs> I won by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, I won. Excuse Thank me. You. I got the correct number. You just didn't equate the extra gold. It's going tonight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Montreal Canadiens 5-2 <laughs> to on Tuesday. Elite one C Evan Rodriguez with his ninth of the year. Now, there was something uh, in relation to the Habs in terms of in the news cycle that we didn't bring up in the last show, but I got asked about, oh, why didn't you talk about that? So I'll always address points like that. Um, quote, at least three women are going to be interviewed for the Habs Open GM position. Oh. Under normal circumstances, this that feels, is the headline worth celebrating. This feels like Chicago at the draft. I can't help but say that, and I uh -huh. want to believe in them, but they've given me no reason to believe in their good intentions. <sighs> but exactly I, I that. do hope it's, it's for the right reasons. Under normal circumstances, you see this, and it's about time, and hey, if they're the right person for the job, hire them. But it's Montreal... After the Logan Mayu incident, mm -hmm. less than six months after, uh, yeah. damn it. I'm not. I'm not buying this yet. I. I'm not buying this yet. I view this right now as more of a publicity kind of trying to win favor than I do of their actual intent. And how uh, would you even want to go GM for a team with that dude on in the organization? We can change it. We can rebuild him. We have built him. Yeah, exactly. Logan Mayu can't possibly be a problem and has totally redeemed himself because the woman's the GM of the Habs, guys. Yeah. You know that. You know you're going to see those arguments. Respect women. <laughs> wonder if I could make that the title of this. Respect women. All caps. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the reason. That's the reason why we didn't bring it up. If it wasn't the Habs, if it was Buffalo, I'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. Good for Buffalo. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Rightfully so. Again, hire the right person for the job, regardless of gender, skin color, religion, whatever. If that's the best person for the job, hire them. Yeah, clearly it's the, the Habs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asterix. <laughs> clearly the hot potato of the same fucking GMs over and over again aren't working for some teams. So yeah, time to get new talent in here. Age, gender, doesn't freaking matter. Get someone in here. <laughs> hey, do you guys mind if I take this call mid-podcast? Yes. As long as you mute, go ahead. Oh, my, it, was my, we'll it was my mom. Goddamn. <laughs> I was gonna have her on the pod. I'm not, I'm just gonna let it go and see see how she see how this this goes. Guest starring my mother. Hello, mom. Hi, uh, you're live on the Tugis Take podcast. What do you have to say? Except we can't hear. Okay, you want to do snow oh. removal on Saturday? Snow removal. I'm on the podcast right now. Yeah, I said on Saturday. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I have to. I have to survey a charity stream that my good friend Tugi Twenty Four is doing. Twenty Four Hours. No, it's for it's for uh, was the American Cancer Society Tugi? Yeah. I did yes, not yes, it say is. Who the brand ambassador is? <laughs> okay, ma okay. <laughs> No, it's no, it's not twenty. No, it's not twenty-four hours. We don't know when it's gonna end. There's a goal, and it's. Okay, start? What time does it start? Two p.m. Okay. Now you better pray it snows early in the morning. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Go shovel that mother. 
the driveway. As it is. Do I hear someone talking in the background? Keep quiet. We're on. You're live on the podcast. I know that they need a hush. I'm what do you mean they're live on the podcast? And I said, "Hush, don't interrupt me." And I will be elder before you. But that ain't a point. We're keeping this all in. <laughs> it will bring you guys some sort of people in that place. What, what do you I don't know how many subscribers you have. By by the time I'm done, you have many more. Thank you, time. So anyway. Okay, Tugi, uh, Sin, do you have anything to say to my to my mother who is now the No, she told me to be quiet. Yeah. She's lovely. You're sho- you're shoveling on Saturday. You're helping your mom. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no. Hold, hold, hold that thought. I didn't say he's helping me. I ain't shoveling. He is taking my spot. We don't do You are taking your mom's spot, I know it's decided. You said, yeah, you're taking, uh, you're taking, uh, my, I'm taking your spot. It's decided. And your first big payday, you're getting her a heated driveway. Just because, just because I'm a female, don't take that in consideration, honey. I can push and shove the best of them. All right. Is that an innuendo, mom? You can take it anywhere you want. Remember. They went in, you, in me to take Okay, you. yep, yep, yeah, we get it. It's C-section, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I got you now. Okay, all right. All right. You learn how to pull out. What are you, what are you talking about? Why not? You have a living girl. No, okay, okay. Thank you, Mom, for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Have, okay, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later off the show. Okay, thank you. Bye, bye. Love you, too. Love you, love you. I can't say, but don't shut me down like that. Now, are you treating my child any good? I hope so. What do you mean you hope so? <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. Is this just one other person? That's it. There, there's two. Uh, uh, that's sin. Uh, the other guy's. The other guy's Tugi. Okay, where's Tugi? I'm right here, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Trying to are be polite. From, are you from the state? I'm the only Canadian one here. Oh, you, oh, thank you, kind. I like that man business. Go ahead. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was me who said it. You said oh. ma'am to me. No, really? no, Tugi, Tugi said I ma'am. Did. Oh, okay. He's the one from the state. I got you there. All He's from he's from Maine, well, Massachusetts. <sighs> oh, no, who's there right now in Massachusetts? You hear my list, people? Okay, Mr. F is in Massachusetts. That's great. I don't. I don't care about Mr. F right now. Okay, can I get back to the I show, please? Let me speak. Oh my God! You know this is this is a good time that you called, um, because we had nothing to talk about in this podcast. Because uh, there's not been a lot of hockey. It's been a lot of uh, talk about COVID okay, and everything. Stop talking. Stop oh, okay. talking. I'm the entertainment. Okay, so Mr. F is there because what you call Mohawk is saying. They need names, names, up. real names, not your nicknames I you give people. The boy's name, okay? You didn't. You said Mohawk. That's not his name. That's his That's nickname. That's what I call him. Oh my right? god. Anyways, so he's playing um a tournament. That's... Pretty God, he ends up winning. Okay, as he goes the so gun. The shout out gun. Shout out, shout out gun. Not the the thing you fire, but the, the school. Okay, spell it then. G G U N N. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay, then. 
Remember, remember, respect women. Respect women. What? Okay, can, 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 are you are you done your tangent? Can I go back to the podcast, please? But I said I was the entertainment. Is fellows, is this entertaining? They just, just cry laughing right now. You got just... that right. So anyway, like I was saying before, I was really interrupted by my child. Anyway, okay, so he's playing the tournament. And what do you call it? He had a seven and a half hour, uh, what do you call it, uh, crossing the border. Okay, that's and great. When... I don't, that, how does this relate? I'm relating it. Shut up. So our Canadian borders <laughs> were so nice to him. Oh, my God. Zoom in, zoom. Now coming back, you American people, eh? What do you mean, you people? You people. You what do you mean, you people? Don Cherry got canceled for saying that. You can't. You can't say that. You people. Okay, you Americans. That my friend come back with his child. Okay. Oh, and he wanted to know if you wanted anything from there. Oh, what? What do you mean? What? 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 what, what do you mean? <laughs> if you wanted anything to be picked up, like, and I was thinking, you know, the graphic cards kind of thing. If you can find it, okay. There. Thank, thank you. Can we talk about this off, off podcast, please? Not really, because I'm going to work in about what twenty minutes. I, we're literally we just like started recording, really, maybe like twenty minutes ago. You you've completely hijacked the show. You're just gonna call this, uh, I don't know, whatever. We'll just mother's call- privilege. Mother's mother's privilege. You're damn right. We have an episode title. We did it. There you go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. Okay. Like, don't let people tell me I should have my own little podcast. Little yes, little but not on ours, podcast. please. Thank you. Every <laughs> no, she's welcome on the show whenever she wants on. What? <laughs> what be, you said you're welcome on the show whenever you want. This is going to be. Oh, hell yeah. That's it. Clap it to me. Go on. Oh. And then I can have my. Because I got a new Samsung phone. I can work it out now. This one's going down. Yeah. Uh, Publicize Samsung. So any promotion of Samsung? Hey, bring it to me. Send it here. Uh, we have a spot. We have a sponsor uh, called Manscaped. They supply men's grooming products and other stuff as well. Okay. Look like I'm interested. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, they help us with the show. Their products are great. Their body wash smells smells nice. Okay then. Oh, I'll watch that little thing. Cause I have a fiance that I need him to smell a little. Okay, yeah, we get it with the fiance. We get it with the fiance. Okay, okay. Are, are you? Let alone. You, uh, 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 let alone. You have two cousins who had a birthday yesterday. The twins. Yes. Okay. Oh, and I messed it up. Because they were like, "Oh, it's four o'clock in the morning." I'm like, "Oh my god, it's the 15th. Okay. Realizing it's the 16th. I'm like, "Oh my god." I phone them up. I'm like, phone them up. And what I did was, I'm smart. You have to get out of this, or you're gonna mute yourself and come back. But she's done. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. All right. <laughs> you just, and now you say you're gonna stop. 
they, they, what do you mean you know control? You've been going on about my cousins and my and and then Mr. and this Mr. F and his kid in Massachusetts and asking if I want something or I say can we talk about it later? And you're like, no, keep going. Yeah, keep going. We can't broadcast it, why don't we? What do you mean? No, that's personal yeah, we information. Can. We're talking about yeah, hockey we, right now. Yeah. About the NHL. We have to <laughs> Well, you can tell I was a goalie, too. Yes, you, you played goalie. Okay, thank you for thank you coming on the podcast. We'll have you on another time. I love you, okay? Have a good yeah, one. Yeah, and I was on a man's week. Not female people. Okay, Sam. Stop just saying. Okay. You know, in the 70s and the... No, I ain't my damn self. Stop saying that. Okay, Sam. Stop saying that. All right, can we... Okay, <laughs> great to have you on the show. Um, First goalie pads I had with Duracell. Okay, then. Okay, thank you. Thank you for having coming on the show. And Ally Lafrady, his cousin Dave, we went to school together. You say Lafrady? Yeah. Isn't that Lafrady? I Afrady. I Afrady. I heard I Afrady. Okay. Endo, you got to learn. Okay. What was that? Okay, what else? What else? Who, who I else? I don't have to say more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, what is his name? Martin Ambrose. I don't oh, know. Man. I'm like, I'm 23. He's, okay, shut up, please. He's from Canada. Uh, his family lived at Lauren Dover so Why are you doxing? <laughs> shut up. I know many of people. Okay. But. At Lauren Dover. Well, well, <laughs> cut him. I got it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. You boys carry on with the podcast, please. <laughs> Holy shit. What's How are you? I am. That was a journey. Uh, uh, but that, I get it. That one, that one clip that got us needs to be a part of the audio intro or a Twitch alert for me. Which one? <clears throat> there were too many. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. My jaw hurts from laughing Genetics so much. Genetics are oh a powerful God. thing. The, the tangents right, that she went on. Oh. <laughs> just fucking. What's that? Sorry. Yep. Anytime. Yeah, I'll make sure we have you on speed though. Perfect. Okay. All right. Good. Goodbye. Farewell. Uh, I gotta go record the rest the of this. Garden. Oh, oh I saw the ticket. Come on. Okay. Right, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, mom. That was a fucking train so. wreck. If that was. Oh my yeah, God. you know, I, we went through that multiple times. Mike, do we leave this part in? Do we leave this part out? What do we do? <laughs> I feel like we should just leave it and let it let it run. Uh, what surprise special guest? Just don't tell anybody. My God. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, but I'm not sorry at the same time. My jaw hurts from laughing so hard. Sin, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> I I I don't know. I feel like life is different. Yeah. Life is different. I, I, I don't even know where we are. <laughs> where, where? I'm, the podcast is done. <laughs> That's <laughs> we it. Peaked. We'll see you next day. year. Oh, my God. So also on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, Do we talk about what just happened or do we just move on? I, sh- <laughs> it, it speaks for itself. Uh, featuring, uh, <laughs> but I understand now. Mother I understand yeah. why Endo takes uh, 10 minutes to plug his stuff. <laughs> I learned a lot today. Yeah. Lot. Mother Mills knows much. There you go. There's your podcast. On Tuesday, the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Islanders 2-1. to one. Dylan Larkin, 11th of the year. And they also announced that Robbie Fabry 
has re-signed with the Red Wings. $4 million per for three years. Good deal, good player. And I'm happy for him because once upon a time, it honestly looked like his career was in a bit of jeopardy with the injury troubles. And then, do you guys recall, I want to throw this out here, do you recall who was involved in the Fabry trade to get him to Detroit? Ooh. Future considerations. It was one for one. With a former Habs draft pick. Hmm. Why? Who now plays in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. On November 6, 2019, Robbie Fabry was traded to the Red Wings in exchange for Jacob Delarose. Oh. Or Delarose. Wow. That trade worked out tremendously for the Red Wings. Yeah. I, I, yeah, Robbie Fabry's, yeah, he's pretty... I mean, he had all that injury trouble in St. Louis, so it kind of makes sense why they... And at that time, Delarose, good role player, grindy type guy. But yeah. Yeah, woof. <laughs> Hindsight. So, I mean, Fabry, so far, I mean, this year he's got 14 points in 29 games. And looking at it, I mean, 52 games with the Red Wings, 31 points, 18 and 30, and then 14 and 29. So he's been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, $4 million per? I think that's a fair deal. Yeah, not too bad. Not bad at all. The uh, Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 4-2. to two. two goals for Rasmus Dahlin. He's up to five on the year. Don't forget, he's going to be great, and it's already great. Jeff Skinner, ninth of the year. Let's go, Jeff Skinner. Win back some of that value of your $9 million deal, Jesus. Uh, and for the Jets, uh, Dubois, 14th of the year. Nick Ellers is 11th, so they have both been quite solid. The St. Louis Blues, speaking of them, they beat the Dallas Stars 4-1. Charlie Lindgren moves to 4-0 as the goaltender of the Blues with a 9.56 save percentage. Why does this always seem to happen? Now, granted, it's happened with the Blues twice this year. Like, you have Nathan Walker showing up and getting a hat trick, but it seems to happen with goalies every year, is you'll have some guy show up, and he'll just be like, oh, he's meh, and then they just go on a tear like this. I mean, I don't think necessarily Lindgren will go on, like, the Hamburglar-like run uh, that we saw once upon a time for Mr. Andrew Hammond, but still, 4-0 with a 956 for the Blues, that's... Just stupid. I mean, Charlie Lindgren is 28 years old. Uh, is actually turning uh, or turning 28 in two days, actually. So happy early birthday to Charlie Lindgren. But this is an undrafted goalie who, of course, ended up playing quite a bit for Montreal. But his lifetime career save percentage in the AHL is an 899. 147 AHL games, 899. In the NHL, 28 games and a 9-12. For some reason, some goalies are just able to turn it on if they get a chance in the pros. It's a very weird phenomenon. And I uh, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the opportunity in the system, too, that we see. Um, That's fair. The Blues. Uh, I mean, look at Bennington. You can make an argument that he's not an elite goalie as they're kind of now paying him. He had that. He turned it on for that run. He's had some back and forth since then. Um, solid number one guy in a good system. Charlie Lindgren, I mean, combine it with a lot of stuff. It's I, when when I look at Montreal's system, of, especially at the time he was there, and I don't know too much about Laval, but I mean, the AHL can be so hit or miss. But 
Mm. Yeah, I, goaltenders oftentimes are products of the system. Look at Martin Jones in 2016 when the Sharks had that elite defensive core and a great defensive system. Goes on a tear, leads the Sharks essentially to the cup finals at times. And it's, yeah, just weird things happen with goaltenders. And that's why you never, ever, ever give a goaltender a long-term deal. <laughs> yeah. The Colorado Avalanche beat the New York Rangers. I accidentally typed 43-2. to two. Uh, <laughs> Football, baby. <laughs> And might as well. might, I think if the abs are fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they did outscore the Denver Broncos in that time <laughs> so they, span that we talked about. So, so uh, God, Rantanen scored his 13th of the year. Nachushkin had a two-goal game. He's up to nine. And then Kale McCarr scored his 13th of the year. He is on pace for 46 goals, apparently, mm-hmm. as a defenseman. Vancouver fans, will you now accept that he is better than Quinn Hughes? I mean, I I don't blame Vancouver fans for defending Quinn Hughes, oh, but I, I and any logical fan is going to say, yeah, we want Kale McCarr because realistically, and you know, it's one of those things, right? Where I released the third version of my my custom or the second version, I should say, of my custom rosters uh, this week on Xbox Series S and X. You can search the game attack King Tukey because I was 13 when I made it up, and Tukey 24 is taken by me, but the uh, Xbox Live service refuses to free up that account name, even though it hasn't been used since 2009. Anyway, um, it, it's one of those things from an analytical standpoint that, hey, Charlie McAvoy is such a well-rounded defenseman that he scales a little bit higher than McCarr or Fox, and he also has three seasons compared to the two for McCarr and Fox. This is their third season. But... Are there any are there any defensemen that you could say you would rather have than Kale McCarr or Adam Fox right now? Nope. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I think those are the top two. And Kale McCarr might legitimately be that top option. But Fox won the Norris last year, which is why I refuse to say it's outright Kale McCarr. Yeah, um, I think Kale might be at a more of a premium with the hand in this thing, but that's, fair. that's about it. That's an interesting way to think about it, actually. Yeah. So... Kale McCarr is gross and continues to prove that NHL franchise mode is realistic for the fact that defensemen can sometimes just score 30 goddamn goals. And then we get to this game, and this is what I was waiting to hear from Endo from, and then he brought all the content to the show today. The Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Edmonton Oilers 5-1 to on Tuesday. Matthew scored, yeah, do you take a drink, because I want to hear your thoughts on this. Matthew scored his 19th and 20th on the year. Endo, your thoughts on the game and the Leafs in particular. Let's save the Oilers talk for another moment. Um, I didn't actually get to watch the game. I was okay. You're terrible. Thank you. I was at a game talking <laughs> to a bunch of like ex pros and a bunch of locker room stuff. Uh, hilarious stories mostly. Um, uh, but but from what I do remember is that Leafs played good. They they played great. Um, yeah. I, I got enough. I got I got nothing to say, but that was a really good total control game for the Leafs. So we'll talk about the Oilers then. Yes. As a sweater was thrown on the ice, also known as a jersey, everybody. As the Oilers lost their sixth game in a row, now at 16-11-0 on the season. Connor McDavid has been held without a point in three of his last five games. Drysaddle for four of his last five. There have been more games pointless in the last five games than the previous 22, uh, where McDavid only had two pointless games and Dreisaitl only had three. 
this team, as it stands, if McDavid and Dreisaitl are not carrying them, are still right where they were heading into this year, last year, the year before. Yeah. It is not a good team unless McDavid and Dreisaitl are firing on all cylinders. I don't think that can be disputed. I know it's only a six-game stretch. I do think, on one hand, it's a bit ridiculous for a jersey to be thrown on the ice. But on the other, I do think there's they're almost similar to the Leafs thing. You know, we razz on it. Oh, it's only like four games into the season. But Leafs fans had the right to be legitimately frustrated. That Throwing that jersey on the ice was essentially saying, like, we are not going to deal with this again. And it's Ben Endo on the show. I am not going to deal with this again. Do the thing. We're sick of this. And for Oilers fans, you cannot blame them for being at this point now where it's like, look, I know we've only lost six in a row. We're 16-11-0, and that's fine. But you can see the warning signs. That, you know, the fan base is watching this team game in and game out. So clearly, while it might be overly reactionary and it's still kind of a ridiculous gesture, I don't think Oilers fans uh, are, you know, wrong in a way for being this concerned about this team. We called out the flaws of this team, and surprise, surprise, here we are. Like uh, Looking through this team on Cap Friendly, top line right now, as of six hours ago, is listed as Warren Fogle, Connor McDavid, Pooley-Arvey. Fogle has eight points in 27 games. At the moment, the Carolina Hurricanes have won that trade for Ethan Bear. Oh, period. absolutely. They won it from the second it was made, in my opinion. I thought maybe if you are able to put Warren Fogle with McDavid, and, and I don't know. But I don't think he's played with him that much this, this year. I don't know. No, but regardless of where he's in the lineup, he's making almost $3 million. Yep. You got to at least be... You need more than that. Yeah. Pugliarvi has 20 points in 27 games. That's solid. It's good. He's a product of Connor McDavid. Yeah. End of. Second line, Nugent Hopkins, Drysada Yamamoto. Nugent Hopkins, 24 points in 27 games. Great. Obviously, Drysaddle, 45 in 27. Amazing. Yamamoto, six points in 27 games. Not good enough. No, he's supposed to be like a really big skilled guy. Like you maybe you don't drive a line, but you need to be able to put up points. There is enough around you to be able to put up those points. But that's the issue for the Oilers is just a lack of depth and relying on two people. And when that dries up, they got nothing else. And that's what frustrates me about their management. Like you have the bargain deal for Dreisaitl and a technically below market value deal for McDavid. How do you not have a good team around them? It's astonishing, really. Um, third line, Colton Sevier, two points in 18 games. Derek Ryan, one point in 24 games. Zach Cassian, 10 in 23. I mean, again, like Sevier and Ryan are known as defense-first players, but that's that's abysmal. It's abysmal. And their fourth line, Tyler Benson, no points in 12 games. Whether or not he's been given a proper opportunity to step up, I don't know. But no points in 12 games is brutal. Kyle Turris has two points in 16 games because you just had to see if you could fix him. And then Brendan Perlini has no points in 13 games. Boy, I can't believe that if McDavid and Dreisaitl aren't scoring that this team's losing games. I can't believe it. Like, come on. And that's not even factoring, I mean, you know, like, Devin Shore, three or two points in 12 games. Ryan McLeod, three points in 18. Like, nobody that they've used up front, it's not good enough. So, no shit. Ken Holland is saying, like, oh, yeah, no, we're probably going to look at going all in this year. You better. 
because realistically, you haven't done anything. If anything, you might have taken a downward step they, when we talk about the defense. They absolutely did, and people are like, people are like so quick to even want to. Almost, at least the media in Edmonton. I, I, I see a lot of the fans are very more realistic, but the media is so like, oh, well, look at the team. They're succeeding. Look at that. It's, it's got to be because of the moves that were made. No, it doesn't. You have the two best players in the fucking world on your team. Yes, I said it. McDavid and Drysaddle are the two best hockey players in the world. The numbers speak for themselves. Watching them speaks for itself. It... Yeah, it's you can't lock up that much cap in a leadership guy who doesn't have it on defense when you have that many gaps on defense still. You had like so many five, six guys and like I, I can't even say a legitimate number one. I, I would consider Darnell Nurse a number two guy um, in most situations. I love him. He's great, but he's not a number one guy. And that's just kind of how it is. Yeah, I mean, they have defensemen that can put up points. Nurse has 13 and 21. Bouchard has 15 and 27, and Barry has 16 and 27. Bouchard, I don't know if there's enough samples, enough of a sample size yet, but we know Darnell Nurse and Tyson Barry don't play very good defense. They might play physical in the case of Nurse, but they don't play very good overall defense. And that leaves you with Duncan Keith and Cody Ceci uh, making a combined $8.7 million? Atrocious. Almost $8.8 million? That's atrocious for those two. Like that, The cap management. It's just like, what? It's it's like Vancouver, too. The cap management has just been so abysmal, and you're just blowing it. I mean, uh-huh. if I was McDavid, I, I'm getting fucking fed up. Like, how could you not be? Look at what you're doing. Put McDavid. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I really, really don't get it. Like, if you could put McDavid on almost, well, most other teams... And if you took out two players around what his cap is, that team's going to the playoffs. That team's going at least to the second, third round. Plain and simple. I don't know what's wrong with the Oilers and how they continue to screw up this situation, but just wow. And honestly, like, do we think it's that much better if Oscar Clefbaum's fully healthy and he's in instead of Cody Cece or Duncan Keith? A little I mean, better. It's better, but it's is it better, that much better? N- no, because he's probably like, still I mean, especially too much. it's. <laughs> It's Clefbaum off of missing, like, two, you know, an injury or a season worth of injuries. And now, hey, even if he was back this year, like, the problems are still there. I I don't know what they're going to do. Like, they're still going to make the playoffs. If they don't, for the love of God, Ken Holland should be fired. But at the end of the day, I mean, again, is it a surprise that they've lost six in a row? No, not at all. The other games, two other games that we had to talk about from Tuesday, and then there's only three games to talk about on Wednesdays, which is why we're going to get to your viewer questions at the end of this. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks beat the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-3, to coming back from a three-goal deficit to win for the first time in over five years. Horvat, a two-goal game, his eighth and ninth of the year. Uh, Pedersen and Pold Colson each got their sixth of the year, and Bruce is still undefeated. Endo, would you please do the honors? <clears throat> Bruce, there it is. Bruce, there it is. There we go. You're good. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, and for the Columbus Blue Jackets, two goals in the loss for Eric Robinson, a player that uh, one top shelf cookie told us to keep an eye out on, and he was he wasn't wrong. Yeah. Uh, up to five on the year after a two goal effort in that game. And the final game, I don't know if Sin caught it on Tuesday. The Seattle Kraken beat the San Jose Sharks three to one. Tanev's ninth. Logan Couture's ninth for the Sharks. Sin, your thoughts on this particular game? Vintage Sharks. Let's play down to an opponent and absolutely get fucking smoked by him. And of course, they put a line out 
of all X sharks, and they contributed to like the last the game fucking winner. Ah, yeah. So okay, so let's see if I can it. name the three. Uh, Ryan Donato, uh-huh. Donskoy. Yep. And oh god, you're not gonna get this last one. No. No. Alex True. Fuck you. <laughs> oh wow. Ah, so I had to, I had like to start thinking ten games for the sharks. <laughs> I had god to start, start thinking of really obscure sharks, and I'm like, okay, it's someone who wasn't there for yeah. a long time and hasn't played a lot. Yes. Ah, oh, franchise mode saved me on that one. So, yes. um, God, the sharks at this point are 15, 13, and one. But you gotta that get Pacific those Division, you have to get those points, man. Like that's uh, that's just so frustrating. They played probably one of their worst games of the season. Just like Clen, like the puck, just puck management wise, like and just like seemingly at times effort wise and some weird bounces and shit. But uh, it was just ugh, yuck. So if we look today, the Sharks are only three points back of the Vegas Golden Knights for third in the Pacific. Knights do have a game at hand. Sharks aren't out of it, but sin as it stands, your hunch, make it or miss. What do you think? You have to get third. There's no way you're going to get a wild card away from the central. I don't think I can't. I don't know where their standings are right now, but um, so right now the wild cards are held by Nashville and Edmonton. So <laughs> Edmonton's in wild card. Well, they're going to the second move wild up. card spot. The Oilers right now. Yeah. Fuck. They're in the piss. Yeah. No. Um. Sharks, if they if they somehow make, I I don't know. They're gonna make a trade. It, I don't know if they do the Debrus thing or they move out Hurdle because I haven't heard anything about Hurdle extension and or anything like that. Ugh. I mean, you would think though, like do something in regards to Evander Kane just mm-hmm. to see if you can get someone into that lineup like a Debrus that yeah. might be able to pull this off. Yeah, sooner the better. Yes, and I I'm kind of wondering what I mean. Not what's taking so long. I mean, it's it's a business. It takes a while. Evander Kane's problematic. Uh, it's going to be a – how do you even handle the value of that? How do you even know? Um, teams are going to try to get him to, to buy extremely low, and that's just what it's going to be. But, yeah, if you could get another player in that roster, maybe you could succeed. It's just this team's not going to go deep. Like, what's the use? Uh, because you have to. That That's where the Sharks are. You have to. You have guys on contracts that are long, that are supposed to be this dominant core. Eric Carlson's still playing great. Um, a lot of Timo Meyer's still playing good. Now LeBanks out with injury though, so they're they're in the same happens, fucking right? spot where they were at the beginning of the season. No matter like if you do this, if you do this bubble shit, it's simply not probably going to benefit you unless you get lucky, and that's either winning in the playoffs, getting lucky, or getting lucky with a lottery selection. Fair enough. We'll move on to Wednesday. Those last three games to talk about. The Chicago Blackhawks actually beat the Washington Capitals 5-4. to four. The Hawks up to 11-15-2. So not abysmal. Uh, Alex Dabrinkit, future captain. Two goals, up to 16 on the year. The Hawks actually scored a 5-on-3, a 5-on-4, and an even-strength goal within 34 seconds. That is one of the craziest stat lines you will hear all year. For the Capitals, though, do believe this was Nick Backstrom's return to the lineup. We talked about him in the last show. But Alex Ovechkin scored his 21st goal of the year and has taken the scoring lead in the NHL with 46 points, as mentioned just a few minutes ago. McDavid and Dreisaitl both on 45. He's what, 35? Alex Ovechkin. How does he do it? 36. He's 36. He's 36 years old. I fucking love that, man. He's so (laughs) sick, dude. He's just so sick. Like, I... 
so last year, here's here's the stat line. 2021 season, 45 games for Ovechkin, 42 points. That's very respectable. This year, 29 games, 46 points. <laughs> it defies all logic. It's the first time he's over a point-per-game pace since the 18-19 season where he had 89 points in 81 games with 51 goals. So... Alex Ovechkin, we could wax poetic about him all day long. He is, again, we are so fortunate as hockey fans to still get to watch Alex Ovechkin. You can't even say overly past his prime, potentially. (laughs) We just don't know if he's still this good. What are they putting in that vaccine? Jesus, whatever he he put in there is making him a superhero. God. My God. (laughs) Uh, the New York Rangers beat the Arizona Coyotes, not 43-2, to uh, but 3-2. to uh, Two goals for Capocacco. He's up to five. Zabanajad scored a six. Two players that you still got to keep an eye on. Like, the assist numbers might be nice for Zabanajad, but they need more goals. They are 19-7-3 on the season, though. So, But you got to wonder, how long is that sustainable? You know? Yeah, we've been if, saying if, that the whole time, though, and they still keep true. finding ways. And <laughs> Hey, at some point, like... Maybe you got to stop sleeping on him. But yeah, I'm still on the fence. I, I just I look up and down the depth chart, the roster. I look at guys getting goals like it. Look at Kreider doing what he was doing. If he stops like McDavid and Dreisaitl and I mean, who, who would thought there would come a day when we compare Kreider to McDavid and Dreisaitl? Um, but here we are. Like if, if he slows down, that's a lot of goals coming back from the Rangers. Can they sustain that, you know, with with their Goal differential falls back down. I mean, eventually, luck's like it's gonna come back and, and hit you the opposite way. But if they can keep it going, you never know. I just, I'm not sure yet. I'm not a, I'm not a firm believer in them quite yet. And I know their fans will probably be a little uh, upset at that. And you know, good for you. Support Let's be honest, boy. though. Yeah. Rangers fans weren't firm believers in this team heading into the season. You guys are enjoying the ride and absolutely do so. I'm not taking that away from you. But nobody looked at this team at the start of the year and said yes because of Dryden Hunt, Julian Gauthier, Kevin Rooney, Greg McKegg. Oh, we're going to cruise with this forward depth. Nobody said that. Get out of here. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. So, hey, it's still interesting, though. It's, it's nice when the Rangers are competitive. Yeah. At least in the Eastern Conference. It really spices things up a little bit. Uh, And the final game to talk about on Wednesday, the Pacific-leading Anaheim Ducks through 31 games played. Who the hell had that coming? Take advantage of the Kraken on the back-to-back. Seventh goal of the year for Trevor Zegers, 18th of the year for Troy Terry. It's a shame he won't get to go to the Olympics because it's not going to freaking happen. We we had him at the bottom of the Pacific, didn't we? (laughs) Didn't we? When we did, I think so. So uh, it's all right. We just we we misspoke. Is we were let's reverse Ducks and Kraken, and and we were right. So. (laughs) <laughs> basically yeah well again like you look at this yeah, team it's weird no one thought troy terry would have 18 goals in 30 games i dropped zegris in fantasy because i wanted another defenseman who would hit and block shots and i i just i watched the first That's, few games mm. of zegris and i was just like eh, i have enough point scores i don't even know if he's going to be that much of a point score this year i don't see him doing the other stuff ah! as well <laughs> nobody thought that, oh, John Gibson, 9-18 in 22 games. That's not bad. Nobody thought Anthony Stolarz was going to step in and have a 9-32 through 10 appearances. A lot's going right for the Ducks, yeah. and it's cool. 
mm-hmm. but I I will not be slandered over an opinion that this wasn't going to be a good team because so much is going right for them, you know? Yeah. Like, no one thought Sonny Milano would have 21 points in 26 games. Especially if your name's John Tortorella. Half the people listening to the show couldn't even name what team Sonny Milano was drafted by. That's very true. I, You know? Like, goddamn. Was it the Rangers? I feel like it was the Rangers. It was not. Fuck. But it, it, Sonny Mal- it was, in fact, Columbus in, oh, in 2014. Oh, I didn't know he was drafted yeah. by them. I thought they, like, oh, okay. Well, okay, maybe people would be able to name that. That's a bit obvious, but <laughs> you get my point. Like, no one thought Sonny Milano would do this well, and it's cool that he is, but at the same time, goddamn. That's it. Just goddamn. So with that, we're kind of done with our modern hockey conversations here. And again, you can kind of tell if we didn't have 20 minutes just about, it wasn't 20, but it was like 11 or 12 minutes of Endo's mom joining us on the show. Uh, how little hockey there would have been to talk about. Sorry about so that. So we are going to move. Sorry. <laughs> she she sent me a message like, like a few minutes ago, and all it says is, Sean Burke, New Jersey goalie. <laughs> nice. I'm like, well, I love that she's like, I played hockey against men. It's just awesome. Like, because in a way, because as we have learned this year, particularly Endo, Endo and I are the same person. Our mothers are named the same thing. Yeah. We have super similar interests. His mom played hockey growing up against men. My mom played fucking football. Because my mom's a badass. Against Dude, men? That like, is so sick. Yeah. Okay. What'd she play? What position? <laughs> uh, I. Th- <laughs> I honestly think it was linebacker or defensive back. <laughs> Yo! Let's I think go. my mom played every single Hold on. Usually Let me message her really about, quickly. Yeah, get her on the phone. Get your mom on the phone. Kicker. <laughs> That's amazing. What position did you play uh, for football? I'm 99% sure it was it was a defensive position as well. Um, I hope she was and the fucking funny thing is, smoking dudes out there just so. Just so. It's, and, like, it's, back in the 70s, too. So they would have been really pissed. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say too, like it's not even like my mom's like a very big person. Like she's tall, but she's not big. So the thought is like she shouldn't like it shouldn't have worked, but yeah. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Your mom is like my right? hero right now. She like <laughs> just consider this. She couldn't get a credit card under her own fucking name, but she was out there laying fools out who came in her goddamn box. Don't you d- <laughs> We might have to we might have to mute that for phrase. Oh, no. <laughs> no no no! I meant you said line. Oh god! Dude. Oh, I know what you meant, but it was in those face. Oh no! Oh no! What have we I need done? more of these episodes. Oh my what god! Phrasing. This show. This show is taking so many twists and turns today. Holy shit. Please be linebacker so I could be just a sliver vindicated. Well, if not, it was my fault because I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I knew what you meant, but I'm just saying it's the internet and we had to beat people to the joke. Let's be honest. Oh my god. So with that, huh? I didn't even catch it until a second after you guys were laughing. Dude, it was Endo's face. Like I literally saw Endo's face just went (laughs) bonks. Like look, he's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Oh god. 
As per usual, if you questions, I will put up a tweet the day of the show, uh, twitter.com slash 24 or you can join our Discord. A link is in the description of the video or in audio form. <laughs> there is a viewer questions section. Feel free to not ask any questions about my mom <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Thank you. <laughs> Apparently, that's my job, I guess. Now, see, that's another part of the show where I'm like, do we cut that out? But at this point, I think we have to leave it in. Oh, God. I think we do. I th First question. And these were very random to try and just give a shit to talk about. This comes from Catcher. Do you guys play golf? What's your handicap? What clubs do you use? Uh, I play Mario Golf, and I'm the GOAT. That's my answer. <laughs> I play the golf club. I wish. I want to learn golf. I once won from a, like a silent auction type thing that was for charity. I once won a golf lesson that was then canceled because of COVID. But yeah, I always wanted to learn. I watch the Masters um, every year, and then I watch it when they put it up on YouTube a year later, the replay of it. I'm a very big <laughs> golf fan. Um, I just... I feel like I, would, I wonder why if they don't make it so accessible. Like, what the hell? Yeah, there's there's so I there I don't know. Yeah, golf. It's it's such a well, it's elitist. Let's be real. It's very old yeah. school elitist and probably a little bit bad in certain ways. But hey, so Endo, your thoughts on golf? Hey, listen, we had Tiger get there. That's all we needed. <laughs> all we needed was one to say we did it. Uh, but in the realistic about it doesn't that, matter that he's a drunk and a womanizer. No, he's a brother. It's fine. He's our guy. He's our guy. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, I've the only interaction I had with golf, like personally, uh, besides Mario Golf and all those like video games, like an actual like in real life is. I remember in grade seven, middle school, uh, for some reason, uh, our Catholic school had a had a golf curriculum. I have no idea why. We Private just, school? No, not even oh. public Catholic school. Interesting. Um, you could tell because huh. they had no like lawn stuff. Everything was just all concrete. So it's just to save money as much as possible. Um, but for some reason, we just had golf. One day we just brought down, and then this super like Scot Scottish man comes down, brings us out to like the the back end of like uh, a park, and then gives us like these like circular like cups, the circular um, golf balls or. It's supposed to mimic golf balls so they won't travel as far, so you don't yeet it across the fucking field. And we like just a wiffle like, ball type thing. Yeah, and we would just hit those for like two hours learning form and everything. Uh, besides that, I didn't do anything else with golf. I always wanted to go. I just don't have clubs or just haven't really thought about going in a while. It's expensive. Let's be let's be honest. It is so expensive. Yeah, you got to buy all this stuff. You've got to buy if some you go, bad clothes, and then you got to pay thousands and thousands to even be able to be allowed onto the golf school. Well, some exactly. of them. Some of them. And then it's enough that, like, so, exa for example, my uh, my girlfriend's dad is a big golfer, and he literally has to go, like, twice a week to make it worth the money yeah. that he has to pay. Like, literally two to three times a week minimum, because you're paying so much just to be able to get the tee time. Golf like, a cult. <laughs> You know, if your mom didn't join the show, that would be the episode title. Oh, God. Uh, what Mother a show. Mills. Just call it that. Mother Mills. <laughs> Our next question comes from BK. It's in relation to the EA NHL series. With the addition of roster sharing, how close are we to seeing GM Connected make its return? Honestly, I think we might be close. Um, I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where, granted... For the regular offline player of Be a Pro and Franchise, 
There are a lot of smaller things they can do that can really make things better, but it's not the sexiest thing to advertise. But if you add GM Connected, that's a sexy thing to advertise, especially when every goddamn post from the EA NHL account is, when's GM Connected? When's GM Connected? When's GM Connected? And it's ridiculous. And look, I'm looking forward to the idea of it coming back, right? Now, Sin, you missed it when we got to talk about it last week, uh, and Endo and I got to talk about, like, hey, you know what's really cool with roster sharing? Is the possibilities it creates. It's not just for the fact that people get to download my rosters or Snipe and Scores rosters to get all the stuff that EA can't add. If in the future... We are allowed GM Connected with my custom rosters. Again, the possibilities are endless, especially with how much bigger Twitch is and how much bigger YouTube is now compared to what it was around NHL 13, 14, 15. Yeah. The idea of GM Connected, so many more possibilities. The menus will be faster. That's what killed the mode last time. It took two minutes to change your lines. So I'm excited for it. I think we could be pretty close. If there's something that I want to definitely say is because I've, I've heard quotes from devs saying that they are aware of the need for of uh, GM Connected, but it's not in the immediate pipeline because I'm assuming the immediate pipeline was getting the game out and getting it running on Frostbite, but they didn't really say it was on Frostbite. Like This is like from like a year, like a year or two ago. So I know they're definitely aware of it. Um. I hope to God that it does happen because that would be big. It would be the big push that they need right now because a lot of people are really complaining about the current state of the game. We, we, we've been very vocal about how the game is right now. It's not that great. I uh, had conversations with, uh, with Hannick and Rahil about the current state and how if you want to be a streamer uh, for NHL, um, I respectfully will say don't. Don't put yourself into one certain category because right now the current state of it is it's not it's not feasible. Guys who've able to have success like yourself and like Sin who've able to kind of be in a part of that and already have something built up, it's it's good for you guys. But for the smaller guys right now, the build up on a game that's basically kind of dead, it, it's rough. Um, but in the positive light, it definitely is something that would be amazing, um, especially as someone who wanted to get into doing stuff like that like rosters and franchise and all that it's something that they definitely need to incorporate in the next game or two i i don't disagree it needs to be done right um you either need to you don't want to have to get 32 people you should be able to have a smaller league you should be very here's the thing and i say this about every time i want be a pro to be improved or franchise mode to be improved customization that is key. You need to have the freedom to be able to cut. This is a single player game mode. This isn't competitive. Why are there so many weird restrictions? Why are there? Why is it such a small box that this game mode fits in? And that's what I. That's why I stopped playing Be a Pro. That's why I, you know don't play the story mode thing. It's it's just it pushes you in a direction. A good video game lets you take control. It lets you be able to customize everything. That's why I prefer if I'm going to play franchise mode for fun, I'll play two Ks. 100% because you could do all kinds of fun stuff and it's always fresh and that kind of stuff like and so that's what I need it has it has to be done right or or else it's going to fall flat and it's going to disappear again and they're going to blame the fucking community and that yeah, it's yeah it's just going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy so yeah, if there's one if, yeah yeah if, if there's one thing that I do right now is I I thought of this concept I'm going to bounce this off of you guys like live on the podcast cuz fucking whatever my concept is be a pro 
the whole be pro concept without the cutscenes. You say you say fuck it. You do be a pro inside franchise. You need both of them. Yes, I've been yeah. calling for that forever. So you can yeah. build a team around your pro if you want, or do story mode. Again, yeah. more freedom, more customization. Yeah, like do that. Have have it tie into. Um, do what do what FIFA does because you can play your career out as a player, then retire as a coach, or give it the opportunity to do both. Like I'm working on a series right now. I'm going to reveal that a little bit. It's called Player Coach, where <coughs> excuse me, where you die by choking on your own. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> <He's> like, <coughs> oh now I will say, as Endo continues to cough into the mic instead of muting himself. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Says the guy. The guy always complains. Like, man, my audio just still doesn't sound right. Ha! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> During the show. Sorry. Like, I was too busy coughing. Continue. Like, okay, but I'm. I'm Go ahead. I'm back now. I'm okay. Where the concept is, you, you make it. You make your player a GM, but you also make him a player on the team. So you you can you can't specifically player lock to a, to a certain player. You can do it by by position. So you, if you do it as a goalie, you play those games that you actually were to play as a goalie, and then you can still warp a team around you. It gets See, I would away. Like it gets, to, I would like to be, it to be locked onto just one player because that's what you yeah. could do in NBA 2K, mm-hmm. and not just on mm-hmm. a position. You can lock onto an actual player. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah the, yeah. yeah, the way I see the the current state of video games is they need to, they need to look at what's going on with Battlefield. Uh, this is a really bad. This is a weird comparison an example because battlefield has a low player base but they have portals they have portals which allows you to make whatever game mode you want and can feasibly in this giant sandbox can i cut you off for a second (laughs) my mom got back to me about what position she used to play in high school it wasn't linebacker she played right guard on the offensive line no way (laughs) let's go (laughs) Oh my god! That's amazing. So, yeah, so my mom, my mom's, my mom's a beast. My mom's the best. So she had nose tackles. <laughs> she tra- responds, down on her, so, and she fucked them up. What a beast! So I said, "What position did you play in football?" She said, "Sorry, my phone's acting up. I played right guard." I said, "Oh my god!" She says, "What? I was good." <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I get my humbleness from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, Endo, do you remember your point about that? I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I had to. Uh, no, I had to. No, it's fine. Just call this episode like "Family, Family Matters" or whatever. Oh my god. Um, just the the concept of being able to create whatever the fuck you want during in a sandbox is amazing. And other games within the EA IPs like list have done that clearly with Battlefield and being able to do whatever the hell you want when you want. It's just that's what's holding it back. The, the like like since said the ability to basically play whatever style you want, whatever thing you want, whenever you can, would be amazing. Imagine playing Ishul but being able to do different modes or different aspects while yeah. playing like sixes or threes. OTP. It's, we are always supposed to get that back. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only way you can get OTP is through online versus. You have to get everyone in the same goddamn lobby. And it's horrible with the line changes. Exactly. Or at least give us an indication that like, oh, when it's supposed to change. I remember NHL 17 had that. I think it was 17 or like 19 gave you an indication of when you're supposed to change. And I, I mean, you can have it on, that. but it's just horrible. I don't know if it actually works for Versus, though. No, we tried. Uh, we tried okay. with Timo during the Sixes, uh, sixes uh, season. We just all position locked to play through a whole season. 
like manually calculating stats and all that. It's it's rough. It, it, it's it's a good concept, but we have. Is there even the the ability to turn line changes off anymore? I remember doing that in in the past for like NHL '98 and 2000. I don't think there is. That's yeah, there so is. bad. Like that, that would be, again. You can have tons of content. Hey, all you pat- patrons, let me create all of you. We'll make a six man team or whatever, and or, or like, multiple like, six man teams, and we'll have a fucking tournament of you guys. Exactly. Like <laughs> I, I will was- say. I'm surprised Sin didn't mention it because you mentioned it before. Like we've had the conversation about NBA 2K, mm-hmm. and the fact is, like basketball isn't the number one sport for either of us. Yeah, but their my NBA mode knocks it out of oh, the park in terms of customization and freedom to do whatever the hell you want. I did it's mention that, awesome. didn't I? Can't you like go back to like the original? Yeah, like, I mentioned 2K. Oh, uh, maybe I just completely lost it. Yeah, uh, that's fine. <laughs> Sony. <laughs> like, can you like, bad, go back to like but... the original like season, like the inaugural season of like? in NBA and like play up to like the rosters and all that. Something like that. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's in. I think they have a bunch of more historical. That's the shit that like sniping that. score is actually doing. He's recreating those yes. rosters to draft those players in. Obviously it, get, it might get like screwed over because certain players are like basically coming through, like pass through time to show up randomly on a roster. But like <laughs> Kareem Abdul Jabbar is back from the dead. <laughs> Look out, ladies. <laughs> Hook shot from the corner over Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That might be the funniest thing I've ever said on this podcast. And oh, Meta God, World on Peace the side, blocks him. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side with NHL 22, they put out a patch today saying they fixed uh, interceptions and everything. So I don't know. Maybe Sin will. Enjoy his time with NHL once more. We'll yeah. find out. I'm about to days. take a fucking suspension in LG for just not showing up. You know what's really <laughs> funny? Uh, to, to, to go back to the stream that we had today with the hockey news. While we were playing, we talked about how the update got pushed. And then I, I shit you not, 10 minutes later, we get a sinking error screen on a console not connected to the internet. We got a sinking Oof. error in versus offline. What? This is like the most recent build before the one that just got pushed out today. Great game. Yeah. From Emperor Fun, favorite goal songs, past or present? And for me, uh, number one, Philadelphia with the dupe. It's ridiculous they ever got rid of that. That's literally the full reason I did the full uh, season playthrough in NHL 2K10 with the Flyers was because you could get the proper goal songs in on that game and we could listen to dupe every time. Uh, when the Canucks used Holiday comes to mind, I mean, again, you can't go wrong with Green Day for a goal song unless it's 21 Guns. That song sucks ass. And uh, honestly, the Rangers. I really like the Rangers just because uh, it's so much fan involvement involved in the goal song, essentially. So those are three that always come to mind for me as my favorite three. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, Hollow Notes for Enda. Fuck you. I hate that. They need to change that. They need to get rid of that. What was the goal homer uh, for that? Was it Hello Darkness, my old friend? Oh, that's Simon and Garfunkel. My bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the two named guy. That ah, fuck it. Hippies. Oh, um, Sin for you, favorite goal? Song? Yeah, it was the Sharks old one that they had all throughout my childhood and adolescence. I don't know what that's fucking called. So like the, the mock version of yeah, the mock version of Gary Glitter. Is that it? I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's great. it was perfect. For a while, we had Holiday Two by Green Day. I thought it was awful. I hated it. 
because we went from that song to this. Now they have, I don't even know what they have. I haven't been to a game in a few years. They, they did custom goal songs like a year or, or so ago. Yeah, remember that custom goal song contest where the song was almost the modified version of Shots. Instead of Shots, 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 it was almost yeah. shark, shark, Sharks, Sharks, which sounds like Shart, Shart, Sharts. But Everybody. they did, so close. It, was, it was every player got to choose their own goal song, which is what I was referring to. And somebody to. used that, right? I don't think, I think so. Somebody used that. Oh, maybe they did. I do like I when know. teams let players pick their goal song, like the Sabres do It's hilarious. Couture had girls just want to have fun, which is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever, had, I've ever seen. And, of course, Hurdle had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle song, and I think Nason, when he was there, had Hakuna Matata. <laughs> it was great. It was. It's fun. I like when teams do that, but yeah. What was the least old goal horn? I can't even remember. Uh, you, you, no one does because you never you heard it. You didn't hear it enough. Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the same fucking page. You love to see it. The chemistry is you unreal. You it by half a second. <laughs> I think, I think my favorite chemistry horn. without X factors. Oh my God, <laughs> right? I think oh, our, my favorite uh, goal horns probably Kerncraft with the Bruins. Just because it's seared into your memory and your eardrums? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the sound of me crying. <laughs> Dunking on Endo Hour, holy shit! Yeah, let's get his mom back on the phone so she can dunk on him a couple more times. Oh my god, (laughs) this might be my favorite podcast. I think think the the weirdest choice of a goal horn is the Toronto Marlies choosing Jesus's black skinhead of all of all of all goal horns to use. Use use Kanye West. Oh, you mean goal song? I was like, yeah. Where you just have a you just you just play Kanye. Hey. <laughs> it should be mystical or something like that. Oh my god! Make make a good mystical is the James Brown of hip hop. Did you guys ever realize that the way he shouts? Yeah. <laughs> Just think about it. Hey. Just think about it. <laughs> yeah. First time mystical ever been brought up by myself by referencing <laughs> mystical. Do you even know who mystical cup. is Endo? If the oh least won a cup, they gotta put that that one song from Kanye. It's like, bitch, I'm out of my coma. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty years we've been over. Food. Let's see, mystical. Mystical still has over seven hundred thousand monthly listeners on Spotify, though. Yeah. Well, a bunch Good of old, for him. bunch of old heads. There you go. Oh well, yeah, because I mean, both uh, both his top songs are from "Let's Get Ready" in two thousand. Oh yeah, that's the only album I ever knew about. <laughs> Danger and shake your ass at number yeah, one. Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Shake. That should ass. be the whole song for the latest. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Uh, from No Name, we still have four questions left, also affectionately known as No Name, because, uh, you know, we put some spice on it. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on Urban Meyer being one of the only coaches in the NFL to never coach a full season, uh, or to not coach a full season. Urban Meyer is a gigantic fraud. We all knew it when he got hired. I have no sympathy for the Jacksonville Jaguars whatsoever for trying this. It's a damn shame that uh, the people in charge of the Jags are good at running a wrestling company, but not a football team. In both regards, to both Jacksonville and Fulham. That's my take. Mm. I mean, Um, the reports coming out are absolutely damning to him and (laughs) everything. He kicked his kicker. (laughs) Like, great, great, great irony, but holy shit. Oh, my God. Just a complete joke of a human. From Mr. Wololo. Probably late, but are you going to go see the new Spider-Man or a Marvel movie's not your jam? I'm so fucking over superhero movies. Stop making them. After the Dark Knight series, after Batman peaked, it's over. Although I will see the new one with Robert Pattinson because he's a great actor. Twilight aside. I mean, I've always been more of a Batman fan than a Marvel fan. I'm just... 
They're almost too hyped. It's been beaten to death too. Yeah, it is. It's too hyped. They're, yeah. Like I, for all intents and purposes, everyone that I've seen respond to it's like, oh my god, it was amazing, and that's cool as shit. Like I'm glad that it's awesome. Apparently, and for those who are going to enjoy it, you're probably really going to enjoy it. Um, yeah, I'm just not overly hyped for it. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. I still haven't seen the vast majority of Marvel movies. Um, I haven't seen a single Avengers movie. <laughs> me either. Actually, I haven't gotten to the Avengers. So, it's just one of those things where it's like late to the party and almost too hyped that I just I couldn't do yeah. it. And maybe it's because the last thing that I was late to the party on that was super hyped was Game of Thrones. Ugh. And that did not end well. So I don't, I'm still a bit too hurt I don't to get burnt again. I understand that show. I mean, I get it. I get it. It just it pissed me off. And it seemed very lazy writing the way it's like, all right, well, we need a new idea. Kill fucking everyone. We'll write new characters and get people invested. Yeah, but then just put titties everywhere. And dicks. I mean, that was one wiener, of the appeals wiener, of the wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> wiener <Jesus>. party. <laughs> Naughty red. <laughs> Your thoughts on Spider-Man. <laughs> Dicks. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Toby's Spider-Man still. I, again, I think I've seen one of the newer... I think that's the problem with Spider-Man yeah. for me, too, is that there was the one reboot attempt and then the second one with Andrew Garfield or whatever, and it's just... Eh. I, what was the one where Emma Stone played Gwen Stacy? That's the only one I've ever seen, and who even was Spider-Man? Uh, let's see. Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy. That was... That was like the OG. From the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. And I think and that had the sequel in Spider-Man. That was an- yeah, okay, that was Andrew Garfield of Spider-Man. Yeah, it came out in 2012. Martin Sheen played Uncle Ben and he was absolutely fucking yoked at the time. And he had like huge ass biceps. I'm just like, what happened? How are you gonna get shot? Motherfucker, you're about to take that guy out. Like, oh man. Okay, yeah, it was so, interesting. Uh, I'm on I'm on a page here. Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man in 2012, was the fourth highest grossing film of that year. Behind The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. The Avengers, and one other film, apparently. From what year? 2012. 2012. Was it the You're m- never going to get this. The Master? No. Fuck. It's the biggest meme I've ever seen. <laughs> fucking despicable me? No, but that's close. It's closer. Is it the fucking Minions movie? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> closer in terms of genre. Oh. The awful. top four... Highest grossing films of 2012. The Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers, The Amazing Spider-Man, and Ice Age 4 Continental Drift. That movie sucked. <laughs> I mean, Ice Age 1 was great. They didn't need to make any others. Like I saw Ice Age 1 in theaters. Though. I had a great time. Yeah, it was a fantastic time. I was, I was cracking the up the little squirrel from... fucker in the beginning. Excuse me? <laughs> God, and then they beat that to death. The what? Squirrel fucker? Uh, yeah, the little squirrel dude hopping around. Oh, okay. I was like, what the hell? Okay, let's not bring it to a weird spot. These next two <laughs> questions come from Crash Andrews. Who would you deem as the most underrated player to ever play for your favorite team in your lifetime? And then he also said in all the league, but that's tougher to, to nail down. The most underrated player for your team in your lifetime. Hmm. That's and for tough. me, like I have a couple of... Uh, Tuka Rask. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the way the fan because base treats would him. Never yeah. He would, exactly. He would never get the respect that he deserves. Like, I want to sit here and be like Johnny Boychuk or like Glenn Murray back in the day. But honestly, the answer is to Karask. Good call. Um, trying to think for Leafs. 
And when I really start. Well, the problem is the Leafs have sucked in your entire lifetime, so the answer might be Clark MacArthur, for God's sakes. Where's the lie? I see that look on your face. Where's the lie? <laughs> that's a, that's silence, Damn. deafening silence from a man who knows I'm right. Fuck. Um, no, <laughs> there's one more. There's one guy. Luke Shen. Luke Shen. No, I, I, mm. We talked about him not that long ago. P.A. Parento. P.A. <laughs> I'm just biding time for Sin to think of something. Yeah. I just dunk on Endo repeatedly. Hey, it's it's tough because like, how do you how do you judge like someone who's underrated or not? It's it's tough. I would, s- and I think it's still to this point. Um, maybe Joe Pavelski. I think that's fair. Always kind of thought as being behind Thornton and Marla. Yeah, and he was phenomenal. And just had was he broke into the NHL at like twenty four. He was a seventh round pick. Um, either that or or Couture. I feel like and when Couture was able to be that one B type guy, he was probably one of the most underrated dudes in the NHL. Because again, never got the accolades. You had Jumbo, you had Marlowe, you had Brent Burns eventually too. And yeah. Dare I throw out two names, either, well, I don't know if Joel Ward, because he was already kind of known as a playoff performer by the time the Sharks went on that. Yeah, and he was only there for a bit of time. Like, yeah, I loved him. The other name is Justin Braun. Ooh. Is Um, that fair? Or is he just kind of okay? He's solid. Um, I would call him more of a product of a pairing. He was a duo. Vlasic and Braun were an underrated shutdown defensive pairing. But when separated or when declining, you can see them both being exposed. You've seen Justin Braun getting just flat out smoked in Philly. Vlasic now, obviously, declining age is not looking good. Maybe it's like a third pairing guy at best. So I think that was more of a duo thing. I did, I did love Justin Braun um, for that reason. But yeah, at the end of the day, we couldn't afford him anymore. And yeah, fair enough. So I got one. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. It's fucking Phil Kessel. He was not appreciated in Toronto at all. Well, but he if, wasn't if you guys will accept, If you'll accept Tuka Rask, I'll accept okay. Phil Kessel. Okay. He was he was shit. Honestly, Dion Phaneuf, for the way we talked <laughs> oh, about him when he retired, might no, be a what? shot too. Yeah, you, you, you know what? Like, there's a lot. If you really look at it for the amount of like shit that people got like constantly and occasionally, it's like it's what about, ridiculous. What about King Joffrey? Lupul. Lupul's up there too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would, if, if you're talking about like being absolutely shit on, I would say Jake Gardner. I would say Castle. Mm. I would say Dion Phaneuf. I would say. Um, but Jake Gardner's not even playing right now, is he? No, back injuries. Back injuries. Uh, oh, I thought he was. Okay. Yeah, he's too busy carrying that team over there. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> those, okay. are, those are my three. Those are my three. The other part, we have two more questions, and then we're going to wrap up this show with me talking about the charity stream this weekend. Uh, also from Crash Andrews, what's your first NHL memory? And mine is very specific. Now, I don't know if it was Don Cherry's freaking Rock'em Sock'em or whatever, but my dad had a VHS tape. It had a green box, and it was just hockey fights to, like, music videos. And that's the first thing I can remember is just watching that over and over again as a kid because I'm like, ooh, hockey. I think we're going to hear about a generational gap here with me and you because my first literal memory of, of hockey <laughs> is a Sharks player and a Penguins player just beating the fuck out of each other <laughs> and then being amazed at this as this guy, Penguins guy, this guy got like blood coming down his face. The Sharks guy had like a 
eye, like bleeding from like the eye with like a fat lip. And they're both just smiling as they went to the penalty box. And I was like, this is interesting. I must have been like four or something. So it was when the Sharks were pretty new. And obviously in the 90s, it was an incredible. And so, yeah, it was 94. So literally three years after the Sharks were around. And that was my first hockey memory is, is that like two guys just beating the fuck out of each other on the ice. Oh, my God. I just found the VHS on Google Images. Nice. Oh God, no way. Fuck, yeah. What's the official name? Oh, it was an eBay listing and it's down now. Mm. But fantastic hockey fights. <laughs> <laughs> the picture on the box is the referees just trying to pull away two players from one another. <laughs> oh, God. Amazing. Endo, for you, first hockey memory that comes to mind. Um, would it like first game count? Because I think my sure. I think my first my first ever NHL game would be pretty fucking pretty spectacular. Okay, so this is I think I'm like twelve or so. Uh, so I go with my uncle. Uh, he brings me to the game. It's Leafs Flyers Gustafson's and Nets. This is like a while ago. Um, so I get I my uncle gets me a custom jersey. I think I still have it. Like my last name, Captain C, get double O. That's the number that I wore when I used to play. Um, what, and, Chad? Hmm? Nothing? Oh, shut up. Um, and um, <laughs> so we're watching the game. Game goes over, game goes overtime. Game goes to a shootout. If you go look Oof. at the, the Claude Giroux, if you look at the Claude Giroux, uh, goal where he pulls the Datsuk on Gustafson. You can see me and my uncle in the crowd. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> and like, I'm just that was gonna step in for a game. minute and, and just say how much of an oof I just felt when you said your first NHL memory included a shootout, right? <laughs> or oh at least your God. big, your big first one. Because holy, cr- oh, that's Maybe. not. not to you said you. there would be an age gap, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was reiterated just seconds gap. later. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> that must have been that was pretty recent then I guess. But yeah, that was my first oh, like legit memory of like NHL or anything related to NHL, and I think that was like the moment where I'm like, damn, I like hockey. And fair enough. Yeah, I've been playing hockey for like since then. It was nuts. And our final question comes from Nighthawk. Can you name all of the teams in the EIHL? Um, I, I will shorten this to, can you name a team in the EIHL? Belfast yeah, I know Giants. none. I thought it was going to be ECHL. I was like, I can at least name a few. Endo got one, yeah, because, the Belfast Giants. Yeah, there's another one uh, with oh. a, with the Flames, like Cochrane Flames or whatever the fuck. The Guilford, Guilford Flames, Flames. I'll, I'll give you that. The reason why I know is because Peter Cech played like one game for them in that. That was the Yes, he did. Games. Um, so there are 10 teams, and you have two so far. Sheffield Steelers, because they had that one guy who was like touted to be the next Gretzky, but played there over there instead. Very good. That's yeah. three. Um, I have no idea. I'm impressed. <clears throat> I'm impressed. Thank you. So there are... There's one team from Wales. Yeah, of course. Three teams from Scotland, and the rest are from uh, England, technically. Is there, a team, is there a team in Manchester? Yes. I know. I think there's like one in Glasgow, but it's something stupid. Yes. Hey, we'll take it. So we have the Glasgow clan, the <laughs> Belfast Giants. <laughs> you couldn't name a team that here in the States. Is that with a C or is that with a K? <laughs> Holy shit. That's with the C. Okay, thankfully. Thank the Manchester Storm, the Nottingham Panthers, Coventry Blaze, Cardiff Devils, who are in NHL 22. Oh, yeah, they're, so in the, they're in the uh, Champions Hockey yeah. League. 
The Dundee Stars, the Fife, F-I-F-E Flyers, Sheffield Steelers, and the Guilford Flames. Technically, these so. should all be in the game because they do have the license with them. But I think they have the CHL license, not the EIHL license. And an EIHL team represents... Um, or uh, the freaking uh, EIHL gets represented in the CHL. Okay. So that's the difference. So, yeah. Nice. Fair enough. So with that, everybody, we will wrap up what has been a wild and ridiculous show. We've learned a lot of things here today. This Saturday, December 18th, either a day or two after you were listening to this show, December 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern over on twitch.tv forward slash 24 I will be doing a charity stream alongside my friends at Soft Giving. We are raising money for the American Cancer Society. Again, 2 p.m. 24 on Twitch. Make sure to check that out. Now, last year, I set the goal low. It was our first charity stream, and I'm like, okay, a 1,000 would be nice. We broke a 1,000 in like 10 minutes. Uh, we ended up getting just shy of 8K. This year, we are going for 10. Let's go. 10,000 is the target. I'm nervous because I really want us to hit this, but I'm also nervous because of the incentives that are there for you guys. Uh, as we go along, certain things with the stream will happen throughout the entire stream. I'm going to be changing jerseys left and right. I'm going to probably start off with a Bruins jersey. You donate five bucks, I'll wear your favorite team's jersey. I have a jersey for all 32 teams. Ten bucks. What's a Twitch charity stream without being boozled? I'm going to eat some gross shit probably. Ew. That'll be fun. Uh, God, there's freaking emotes on the line. Twitch ASMR on the line. The top donor of the day is going to walk away with the legendary jersey of my collection... That was once gifted to me by Endo Mills. We will be giving away, as you can see it on the video portion, the starter fashion jersey for the Montreal Canadiens, also known as the Spider Habs jersey. This will be going to the top donor on Saturday. Excited to see who walks away with that. And we have literally, bare minimum, a dozen giveaways scheduled. From friends of mine, such as the sponsors of this podcast, Manscaped. I'm going to have NHL 22 codes to give away. I'm going to have codes from my friends at Franchise Hockey Manager to give away. We have stuff from friends of the show, friends of the channel, Crash Andrews. Endo Mills himself is putting up the infamous Matt Duchesne Avs jersey that I traded to him for the Spider Habs jersey because I felt bad that it was a gift. So that Matt Duchesne jersey, which has been touched by both myself and Endo Mills, which is probably a deterrent, but that'll be up for grabs. Hey, up. Uh, my buddy Monkey Dude, friend of the channel, he's giving up some stuff. We're going to have game codes to give away. We have jerseys from the likes of GTA C. 13 jerseys and my buddy Shithawks jerseys, which is a great name. Yeah. Uh, the New Jersey Devil himself. Talk about Howler there. The New Jersey Devil himself is contributing stuff to this as well. So many things to give away. So many things on the line, such as me returning to the Hut community and doing a Hut series, which I don't want to do, but for $5,000 to charity, I'll do it. Also be fun. To Seven and a half K. Yeah. We hit last year's total. I will buy a Carey Price jersey. I will do it. And at 10K, well, by the next time you watch the video version of this podcast, I could be a bald, bald man. We hit $10,000, shaving cream and all. I'm going full stone cold with the ball head for the holidays if we hit 10000 
I'm excited for this. I am nervous for this. I'm very much looking forward to it, though. And if you can give, I don't care if it's a dollar or a hundred, I hope to see you on Saturday. Again, more information everywhere at Tukey24, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, the whole deal. This Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Tukey24. Send your final thoughts, your your final your final plugs for for this podcast, and this has been this has been an all timer. <laughs> yeah, I my only plug is to attend a charity stream on Saturday. Uh, that's it. <laughs> and Mister Mills, who will be there after you shovel, <laughs> replacing your mom. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I didn't. Even, you know what's funny? I didn't even say yes or no to like if I was going to do it or no. Just kind of oh, like a it. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you have to now. I guess, I guess I have to do it now. Uh, but yeah, go go hang out with the charity stream on uh, on Saturday, two p.m. Eastern. I'm gonna be there moderating it. You know, maybe we might have a group chat going in there and just talk to Tuki while he cycles through packs endlessly. Historically, I have better odds of packing Rumble when I have a group chat going with friends. Then let's do it. So, do you have the confetti can the confetti guns though? The local Walmart was out of confetti cannons. No. Oof. But I do have this bag of confetti. And we're going to think of something. So the confetti will be represented. That's going to be a bitch to clean up. You need a leaf blower. But it'll be worth it, I hope. Do hmm? you, you have, have a leaf blower? Anton- oh. Right, I do. Fucking <laughs> stuff all that confetti in a leaf blower and fire that baby up. Oh my god, that's a hell of an idea. I was going to go with the balloon and just pop the damn balloon, but the leaf blower... It's more chaotic. People want chaos on the internet, too. My God. (laughs) And we will provide it this Saturday. Again, sin for the win. C-O-I-N-F-T-W prod or productions. It's one or the other. You will find him. Depends on the platform that you're on. That's why I say it's one or the other. You can find him, though, on Twitch every once in a while. Less frequently now because NHL is not his cup of tea anymore. But on YouTube all the time. Of course, twitch.tv slash endomills. You can find him on the YouTubes and the Twitters as well. I hope to see you all on Thursday, or a Saturday, I should say, and by this time again, when we're back on Monday, I might be a very, very bald man. We'll see you all next week.